It's time to find balance and be refreshed here on Every Heart, Every Woman. Every Heart, Every Woman. Get ready for uplifting music and inspiring interviews. Every Heart, Every Woman. Let's get motivated to move forward as we share our life experiences. Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. Before we jump into our interview for today, we're going to set the tone like we always do with some worship music. This is Rejoice, Just Do It. It is performed by DJ Law. Sit back and enjoy. Just do it. Rejoice in the Lord, my Lord. Rejoice. 
Welcome back to the show, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. Well, our show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can find out all of the great information about Love Ministries. Just go to their website, go to loveministriesbuilds.org. All of the information you need is there. You can also go to my website, it's CarlaNivens.com. Carla's with the K. Nivens is N-I-V-E-N-S. Well, I am very excited about our interview for today. Uh, we love it when we have young adults on our radio show, and we love to hear from them and love to hear what the Lord is doing in their lives, even at this early stage. I love it. I love it. I love it. So we are welcoming for the first time, Miss Madison Davis. Madison has a passion for creating signature pieces that amplifies a woman's inner beauty. Uh, she has all of this creativity that she expresses. She is the owner of Sanobi's Boutique, which is an online boutique. Right now, she is a freshman at Fashion Institute Designing of Merchandising in LA. Welcome, Madison. Hello, how are you guys doing today? We are doing so well, and uh, we are so excited that you are joining us. We're so excited to learn uh, about you, about your story, and about what the Lord is doing in your life. And so, Maddie, I think the first question I want to know is, um, because you, so how old are you? I am only 18. <laughs> yes. Y'all, this is truly a young person starting out, and I'm so impressed with what you are doing. I want to know, we always like to know, Maddie, the backstory. So right. my, first, my first question is, tell us your testimony. Tell us more about your journey uh, that has brought you where you are now. Okay, so I am currently, I'm 18, as you said. I just recently graduated high school during this pandemic. So that also motivated me to start my business even more because the COVID-19 just made me realize how life, how short life is going to be and like anything can happen and you want to have your own financial stability. I wanted to have my own way that I can make my own money and not depend on anyone else but myself. So that was a reason why I wanted to start one of my businesses up. So um, I've always had a passion for fashion and I've always known that I wanted to do something with fashion. I just didn't know what I wanted to do or how I wanted to start it. But I was inspired by this woman on my Instagram and she was doing a little like um, a little business class, a little business venture on how you can start a small business up by just selling jewelry and stuff like that. And I've always had that passion just to express my creativity and I've always wanted to do something in the fashion industry. So when I got the idea to start, I started by researching everything. And I just was like, how can I put myself in this predicament? How can I start this business? So I reached out to some friends and like that. And I also researched a lot, a lot. Watched a ton of YouTube videos and things like that. And I just started. It was really it was really all about just finding a place to start, really. So my first thing was to design a website, which was kind of hard, but... 
I YouTube everything. You know, YouTube is your best friend. Okay? Right, it is. So <laughs> I started my website, and now the hardest thing was, I think the second part was finding where I'm going to get my materials from because I had to outsource. So I have a vendor. I found a vendor in China and stuff like that. So that was the next outsource. And I actually trust in China because it was so far away, and I was sending so much money away. I had to really take a leap out on faith and just trust everything will be in good fortune. So when I finally received the materials, I was like, wow, it's really happening. I really finna start my business. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. And then I stayed up all night making all the jewelry. My sister actually helped me. Uh, we stayed up for two days until like four o'clock in the morning making everything. Wow. And then I only did have to do that. Then now I have to like I had to start figuring out how I'm going to promote myself, how I'm going to, because everything that I make, like all my flyers, all my ads, all my promotions, I create those myself, which are really time consuming as well. Not only, I also photography, everything, all my pictures are taken by me. If you go to my website, you see like they're really good quality. Mm-hmm. So they're taken all by me. So it's like, you have to put a lot of time in this. And not only while I was making my business, I was just starting college as well. So I was juggling everything at once, starting a business as well as the time consuming that homework has when you start school, because it is a lot of homework in college. Like they was not lying in high school. They said (laughs) it's a lot of homework when you use a college. So, um, yeah, so I just started. And then once I started, um, my mentor, actually, Miss Samara, she owns her business. We're a PR firm. And she actually helped me set up the final touches to my website. And we meet up weekly and she helps me create promotions and things like that. But um, other than that, that's how I really got started on my journey. And I always had a fashion. Now, when I was growing up in school and things like that, I've always been a creative spirit with art classes, with drawing. I was in a, I was in a bunch of art competitions because I love to paint. I love to draw. So that was also a development of my fashion design as well. And then when I was in high school as well, um, I was a fashion club president. So every year I would make an outfit and I also hosted fashion designs and we would all put it together and it was pretty great. But that's how I started my business and, you know, just a little bit more about myself. Yeah. I, I mean, I heard you say so many different things. Number one, you are a natural leader um, and you were willing to really reach out and figure out how to do this, you know, how, how to start a business. Cause there's so much that you do not know um, right. when you start, but you just have to trust that as I take one step, the Lord will help me. Then I'll take another step and the Lord will help me. And I'll take another step. That's one. Right. And you have mentorship. That is huge <laughs> when starting a business. Yeah. yeah. You need Someone that's that's um, on your team and that's helping you and that's, you know, seeing your blind spots, things that you don't see and helping you put things together. That that's wonderful. That just kind of warms my heart. I, I love that. So where, where did your passion for design come from? Well, it was actually when I was in the fourth grade. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do at fourth grade, but we always had these career days and we would all have all these different careers. And fashion design was one of them. And that's what sparked my interest the most because I've already like during school, I always I always dressed up like I wasn't the typical um, what you say elementary school. I wasn't the typical 
typical elementary student. So I always like to dress up my um, my outfits for school. So I always come dressed up in my uniform. And I recently, I started watching Project Runway. And when I started watching Project Runway, that was what heavily influenced me to become a fashion designer. I was like, that's what I want to be. That's exactly what I want to do. Because I saw all the fashion runways and then I saw like how... You could just take a sketch, like something that you imagine in your head, and you can make it come to real life. So that's where my passion really developed. And then um, as I grew up and I got older, I attended Triple Tech High School, which is a technical school. And you can basically take a, you can pick a major and they will just teach you everything in the basics. And they had a program, the fashion design program there. So I was there for four years and that's where I really learned myself and learned like who I was as an artist and as a designer and my aesthetic during high school. Mm-hmm. And um, I just really love the fact that you can just take a drawing and a sketch and like anything that I create in my head and I can make it become a reality. So that's what I love. And I love how clothes can express who you are without even using words. You can tell a lot about a person about what they wear and how they are. So, mm-hmm. Do you remember the first thing that you ever created? Do you remember your first creation? Yes, I do. I was. It was my ninth grade fashion show and the theme was Candyland. And the thing is, I didn't know how to sew like anything. So it wasn't my best work. But I was so proud of myself because I was the only freshman that joined the program because we didn't know how to sew. We didn't know how to make not even a basic stitch. I didn't know how to do anything. But I put this dress together and it was like, it was this, um, it was a simple dress. It was just like a halter top, a halter top, and it was a straight dress, and it was pretty a mini dress, and it was made out of cherries. And I got my friend to model it because I made it too small, and she was the only one that can fit into the dress. So <laughs> I had some technical issues with that as well. But um I had a teacher and she really helped me out, and like it was really it was really a great experience because not only was I a part of something like my first fashion show, that was my very first fashion show that I ever done. And mm-hmm. I was going against like the seniors and the upper class. And I was the only one that was willing to make the dress. I was the only one that's willing to do it. And it was really hard because I didn't know how to make the pattern. I didn't know how to stitch. I didn't know how to do anything, but I made it happen. And mm-hmm. I was, she walked down the aisle and I was just like, wow. That's how I knew, like, this is this is for me. This is what I want to do. Yeah, that is cool. That's a cool story. I love that. I love that. So um, so do you remember when you first created something that was like really difficult for you to do? Like you oh. after you got into it and you were uh, gaining, you know, yes. some skills. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, because um, with fashion design, when you start working with different materials, the it gets harder. So mm-hmm. I made this ball gown, and it was a prom dress. Um, I believe I have it somewhere. I wish I had it out to show you guys. Let me see. Because I still have everything that I make. Okay. But it was this ball gown that I made, and it was really difficult because it was um, it was a difficult pattern because it had a lot of things that you had to do. So I remember working with it, and I wanted to give up so bad because the material that I had chose, it was above my skill level, basically. Okay. So it was it was hard, and the pattern was above my skill level as well. But I had my teacher there to help me like through the way, but it was very difficult for me to do it. But when you push yourself... 
you're going to have mistakes. And that's the beautiful thing in fashion because you can't, you can always redo it, keep redoing it, redoing it. But I had a lot of mistakes in that dress, but I still made it and it, it came out really good. But that was the most difficult dress that I ever made. And then after that, like, cause I had to do so many steps and I learned through the way while making that dress. And after that, it was easier for me to make simpler things because I did something so difficult to mm-hmm. begin with. So yeah, it was like, it was a really push for myself, but it also taught me a lot and it gave me some more knowledge on simpler garments that I could create as well. Yeah, that's, that's, that's wonderful. So um, I, I know how, how it is like number one, starting out something and then to push yourself and to reach for like the best that you have, you know, inside of you and that scary feeling of, can I do this? You know, I've made five mistakes. Should I just turn around? (laughs) (laughs) Just give up. (laughs) I wanted to give up so bad. I was like, oh my gosh. It was so much. First I had to make the undercoat, which was the layer underneath the dress. Then I had to do it all over again for the top of the dress. Mm -hmm. So I had to sew everything twice. And I was already struggling the first time to Mm -hmm. sew it. Mm-hmm. So it was very difficult, but I learned a lot during that project and it really pushed me and motivated me to just keep going in. The outcome, the outcome of the dress made me really proud of myself because I was like, I didn't know how to do this before. I didn't know how to do any of this before. And now mm-hmm. like just with hard work and dedication and long right. nights of poking myself up at night, um, I did it. So I was right. really proud of myself. Right. <laughs> That's that that's really cool. And that's that's a testimony in itself that all of us can can take away. Um, you know, when we're when we're starting out, you know, doing something and we feel like we don't have all of the skills, go ahead and push yourself and see what happens. Because that that feeling of when you create something, it's not see, I can't I can't make anything. I wish I could draw or something like that. If it's when I take the spiritual gift test. And they ask all the questions about, can you work with materials? Can you, I have zero on all of those. because I cannot at all. <laughs> I can't put anything together like that with my hands. So I, I know that that's got to be an amazing feeling to be able to get to the, and a ball gown. I mean, that's, right. you know, that's huge. So now people can just request that you make a ball gown from them and you, yes, you got it together. Yes, I know right. how to do it. Like, you know, I know how to do it. Like, trust me. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So tell me what kind of, I want to talk about your, um, the pieces that you make now, and then, then we'll go back and start talking about your school and the things that you're having to hurdle through now with how COVID-19 is, you know, changing all of our lives. But let's talk about your boutique. Um, you specialize in bangles and designer charms, and and I know that you have plans for more things coming right. up next. So um, tell us about the creations that you have on your uh, in your boutique. Okay, so right now I wanted to start my business off by just selling accessories right now, and eventually start selling custom garments and requests like that. But right now I sell original pieces like this one here. I have one out right now. Yeah. So, 
So every jury that I make is to personally bring the diva out of you so no piece is created twice. So when you buy this jury, it's only made one time and it's going to be originally made for you, just for you. So I make these pieces and I just like them because they're really cute and they can add something to your wardrobe and they last a really good time. And yeah, that's what I like about them. And then I also have beads as well. I also have the beaded bracelets. Here is one of them. Right okay. here. So your bracelet, so because people can't see, it's it's a bracelet, oh. and then you have charms, and yes. then the beaded bracelets, they're they're beaded, and then they ha it looks like they had several charms on it. Yes, they have silver charms, and they also have good luck. If they if you believe in the um, evil eye, they protect you, and um, yeah. So they 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 bring this um, kind of like this good feeling into your into yes. Your life. It brings the owner to, to good luck and it protects you from evil. Okay. All right. So I see why you say it's supposed to bring out the inner diva in us. Yes, well. Yes. <laughs> and they're very blingy. Yes, always. Always have to be blingy because when you walk in the room, I want everyone to stare at you because you're the diva. And when you wear Snowy's Boutique, you have to represent it well, okay? I love it. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I, I love how you, uh, how, how you uh, talk about your designs. And I can see that, I think everybody can see and hear in your voice that you have a lot of passion um, for this. Was there ever any time that you thought you might want to do something else? Um, no, then that's the crazy thing. Ever since fourth grade and watching um, Project Runway, I've always known that this was for me. Like I've never liked anything else as much as I like fashion design like even with styling clothes or just modeling just being in the environment I've never picked up on anything else and I just felt like this is my purpose like and it's a really a blessing to have this because I feel like a lot of people don't know their purpose in life but I feel like and the way that God's blessed me, Sonobi's Boutique is my purpose. This is my goal. This is my life's work. Like I have my whole life to build Sonobi's Boutique and actually work for Sonobi's Boutique. And just having your own, that's like, that's just a bit, that's a blessing on its own as well. Mm -hmm. But I've never liked anything else as much as I like fashion design. And this is my purpose. And just finding something that, that makes me happy Without even, I don't even have to get paid for this, and I'll still do it pretty much. So that's how I know this is really for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a great statement because that is how people know that they would do it. Because I mean, all of us have things in our lives that we would do if um, if there were no money associated with it. But thank the Lord, you know, we right. have to pay our bills. <laughs> that there is money associated with right. it. <laughs> That we can, that we can. Make, I just like that you can make your passion. You can actually make a living from your passion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's the best thing about it. Yeah, yeah, I love it. So, are you the first designer in your family, or do you have others in your family that like to create things as well? Um. Well, in this field, I am. I am the first one in fashion design. But my mother, she likes to cook, and my sister, she likes to does she does hair and my aunt she is she likes to work with skin products and then my grandmother she's an advocate for HIV so we've all kind of worked in a creative field in some way say perform we're all creating something I've always been around creative people in their own way I've always been around a creative but in fashion design I'm the only one in my family that does fashion 
Yes. Yeah. So oh. that's, that's what, that's wonderful. Now, um, I, I also, now my husband is a public school educator. So I also think it's a blessing that you were able to go to a school that had this field um, in the school and you were able to get um, instruction in high school. There, there are so many people that don't have that opportunity, that don't have um, the opportunity to have teachers to pour into them like that. So I, I, one of the things that I that really resonates with me about your story is that you were able to get this training um, in school. So I know that um, now, since you graduated during COVID nineteen, and so I, I, my daughter also graduated from high school during COVID nineteen. So I know that your senior year was flipped, turned upside down. It and, was <laughs> yes. <laughs> And there were so many things that you um, didn't have the opportunity to do, but I'm so glad that you uh, persevered and you pressed forward and that you are in the school um, of your choice. And so, but I know that during this time, there are some things that look differently um, for you. So um, I know that it's coming up time to take a break. So I won't ask you this question, but when we get back, we're going to start talking about, um, pressing into what the Lord is teaching you now, you know, during this season of, of your college education. So we'll take a break and we'll be right okay. back. Okay. To Every Heart, Every Woman, the show where women find balance, peace, and inspiration. Now let's get back to the show with your host, Carla Nivens. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. We are having a great conversation with Ms. Madison Davis. Maddie has a passion for creating signature pieces that amplifies a woman's inner beauty. She's actually created her own online store. It's called Sonobi's boutique. Right now, she is a freshman at Fashion Institute Designing of Merchandising in LA. Well, thank you so much, Maddie, for being here with us and having a conversation with us. Um, Before we left for the break, we were talking about, we said we were going to come back and talk about school for you because you graduated um, during the pandemic. Uh, number one, what was that like? I know that there are a couple of things you didn't get to do in your senior year. It was definitely an experience to graduate during this pandemic. Um, my most hurt moment was because I couldn't go to prom. That was hurt. I was hurt. I mm-hmm. couldn't go to prom. That was probably the only reason. But other than that, it was pretty normal. Um, I actually liked finishing. I didn't like finishing in the high school. I like online, but I adjusted to it and it kind of just gave me more time to do what I actually wanted to do and start life just off a little bit earlier because we never came back after spring break. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was kind of hurtful that I couldn't spend the rest of my high school with the rest of my friends and my graduating class and see everyone, but it was also like, I feel like it was meant to happen as well because it gave me more time to start on what I really wanted to do with my life and gave me like just like a little jump start, I guess you could say. That's how I look at it. It was a jump start to starting our lives off. 
Mm-hmm. That's a great way of looking at it because there are so many people who didn't start their own boutique online, you know, during this time. We're still trying to figure it out. So um, I'm very proud of you for, for getting this done and, and really taking the time to, you know, become more of who God wants you to be and just put it out there and do it and learn these things that you are learning. Now, you, the, the uh, your school in LA, the Fashion Institute Designing and Merchandising, that was a school, that was your choice. That's where you yes. wanted to go. But yes. you planned to be in person. Yes, I did. Um, I actually was, I had set up living arrangements down there to move. After we graduated high school, I was going to start off early. I was going to start school early anyways because I was starting in the summer. So I was going to move down to L.A. in July, and I was going to start school there. But due to the COVID-19 and CDC guidelines, we're unable to move down there. And it's for safety reasons as well. But I've also been blessed for the opportunity to have Zoom. So thank God for technology. So I can still get my education here and still learn and still be a part of that environment and be around the same people that enjoy what I do. So that's been a blessing that even though through all of this pandemic, we're still able to complete our dreams and live our dreams, just not the way we pictured it, but mm-hmm. it's still a way for us to we can still do what we want to do, I guess you can say. And it also, in some sort of way, the Zoom gives us more freedom um, to have more time on your own. And actually, it's more, the teachers are more like paying attention more because they're not in a big classroom as well. So you get more one-on-one time with the teacher as well. And you just get that more, not hands-on per se, because you physically can't touch them, but more hands-on with them. You get what I mean? Yeah, that's great that you think about it like that. Are there, does it present any problems? Like when you're trying to do something, if you have trouble getting it done, is it more difficult for the, for the teacher to help you? Um, I feel like the best thing that the Zoom has created is because when you're in class, like in a physical class, you can go rewind and see what the teacher says. But all of our classes are recorded on Zoom. So at any point in time that you're struggling, you can always just rewatch it, rewatch it, rewatch it and rewatch it. So that's like the biggest blessing ever because you can just they have it. all, All my classes are recorded at all times. So anytime that I'm struggling or anytime that I need help, I can just really go rewind and go rewatch what she said and like keep rewatching until I have what I need. But that's really. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. That, you know, that that was a feature that I didn't have when I was in college. college. If I missed it, I missed it. Yeah, it was good. It was gone if I missed it. So, yeah. So that's good. Are are you having the opportunity to meet other students, though? Um, No, I haven't had an opportunity to actually meet any other students, but we have group chats on Instagram and Snapchat, like study groups like that. Mm -hmm. And we talk like that. And I get to know a few people, but I haven't really had a chance to just really develop a friendship with someone like that but we have study groups outside of our zoom classes and we have instagram chats and snapchats and stuff like that okay yeah that's good so do you still feel like this experience your freshman year it it is pushing you and it is uh, expanding your knowledge Yes, in numerous ways, it is very, because I'm learning every day that I come to class and stuff, and it's really like, it's really a challenge as well coming to Zoom, because not only 
am I sitting here all day? I'm sitting here for six hours looking at a computer screen. And it's mm-hmm. not what I pictured, imagined myself to be doing. So that's also like a big heads up for myself as well, because I'm doing it anyways. Mm-hmm. So um, I feel like that's a good one. But um, that's probably what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 So how have your designs changed since your freshman year in college? Well, I've actually, I actually haven't been able to make anything yet, but next year we will, and starting next quarter, we'll be able to start designing, but I'm actually learning how to make my own patterns. So if you know, I don't know if people know, but a home sewn pattern is the things that you can go buy at the store. But at school, I'm learning how to make it myself. So that's the biggest, it's really hard to make it yourself as well, but that's the biggest thing that I've been learning, just learning how to make my own patterns and how to make my own designs, like from my own my own scratch and like from started from scratch from the beginning and learning how to just cut the piece of fabric the correct way and just learning all the technical terms and stuff like that so just really expanding my knowledge on fashion design as well as the things that we don't always talk about like the color theories and things like that that people don't know about it's just it's not about just sewing it's like so much more when you become a fashion designer and learning the history of fashion design as well. So that's also been a really good thing about going to school and what I'm learning. Mm-hmm. That's good. So is there anything that is catching your eye? Is there anything about the patterns that you're learning that you're thinking, I'm definitely going to add this to, to my line? Oh, for sure. Right now we're learning how to create. We're learning because I'm a freshman in college. So right now, I'm learning like basically all the basics because I don't know how to make my own shirt or anything like that. So right now I'm just learning the fundamentals of fashion design and like we're just in, they're just introducing us to this industry, making us like learn the basics. So right now I would just learn the, the simple things right now. Okay. But okay. She also gives us the opportunity to be uh, the project that we're working on right now. We are making a bodice and a skirt, but we can make the bodice and the skirt any way we want. We just learned the basics on how to cut it, but we can make it. She's going to give us a little more um, creativity with this project. So I'm really excited to make the skirt in a different way and cut it up and, you know, play with it and learn what I, what what can I do pretty right. much. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. So what are your plans after you graduate? What do you what do you plan to do? Yeah, I know that you you've opened your boutique and I know you're going mm-hmm. to expand that. But like, what are your wildest dreams? My wildest dreams is I really want to open a storefront in for Sonoma's Boutique eventually. I want to have one located in L.A. I want to have one located in Atlanta. And I want to be, I really want to, once I start making my clothes, I always wanted to be a luxury um a luxury designer. So hopefully my brand can actually be international and everyone could be able to purchase it eventually. So that is my biggest dreams is being an international to a fashion designer. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So I know I looked at your social media and I, I saw that you had some posts there that were really aimed at inspiring other people. And I know that the jewelry that you make, um, you want it to be symbolizing something that symbolizes protection and something that symbolizes is giving you a direction in life. So I read this post. It said, good morning, SB Dolls. Let's seize the day. 
Your future is only determined by you. Write down one goal for yourself today that you want to accomplish. Let's be bosses together. Comment below what's your goal for the day. And I love that. I love that, number one, you are um, a young entrepreneur and you're focused on your work. You produce high quality um, creations and you're also not stopping there. You're getting your education, but you want to inspire other people. Why is it important that you engage with your customers with messages like that? Well, I always think it's important because I, I want people to support my business. But I also when you buy a product for me, I want you to know that I really appreciate that you're supporting me because not only are you buying, not just buying a product, but you're supporting my dream one day to become an international designer. So I want to let my customers know that I actually care about you and I actually care about what are you doing with your life and if I can do it and if I can do it, then you can do it because I don't come from a wealthy home or a wealthy family, but I'm going to make it possible. And I just want to inspire others that really anything is possible. And if you have a dream, just go for it. Like, don't don't stop. Don't matter how hard it is. Just keep pushing and keep like just keep pushing because you're going to get there regardless. And if you don't give up and. If you don't give up, you can just keep going. And like when you come to my page and things like that, I want you to be impressed by my jewelry and by my products. But I also want you to get this feeling of that you're actually connected with me. You're not just buying a product. You're actually connected with the owner. And like I'm, I just I'm just not making a dollar off of you. I want to care about my customers and like what they're going through as well. I love it. I love it. So what what kind of responses did you get from that? Did you get a lot of different goals that people had for their lives, for their day? Um, from that post, uh, not not really, but it's just like just a thought that counts. And just seeing that if you didn't have to write underneath it, but it's just a thing like just think about a goal. It could be just simply as waking up. You want to go for a walk. Right. You just want to get something done. Mm -hmm. But I just want to put that out there so people know, like when you look at my page, not only are you seeing product, but you also get something from my page, like a little encouragement, a little inspiration. Or you get happy when you see my page. So that's what I also want to just promote as well. Positive energy, good vibes and just like people when you buy my products when you buy my products i want you to be inspired when you wear these products it's like when you when you buy something from someone and you know more about them you're more likely to shop with them and you're going to continue to shop with them because you support their products and you also support what they're doing and what they're promoting as well mm -hmm. so i always like to promote good energy positive vibes and just if you can encourage someone, just go for it. Like just seeing that post because you don't know what that person was going through that day. But maybe your post made their day and made them want to get out the bed and start their own business and go for their dreams after that. So I just hope that I can inspire people with my life story and like just hopefully a young black girl or anyone in the world um, really that sees my story and look at me and be like, OK, she doing it. I can do it, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I love that you said that it's a part of your story. Like you, you are building this. You didn't come from the, you know, fashion house of such and such. Like you, right. you are building this. And so tell us, um, have there been any setbacks that you've faced? Because un all entrepreneurs, people just see the end 
end point. They see the jury yeah. and they see it's blingy and it's cute. And they're like, oh, it must have been easy for her to do that. But no. what are the hurdles that you really had to push through and jump over to get to this point? Well, actually, it was very difficult starting because not only um, this is very expensive for one. So um, I had to really save and invest my money into starting my business. And that's the biggest part. I started my business with five hundred dollars. So I had to make everything under this budget. I had to cut everything, everything on this budget. And that's the biggest thing, because not only are you trying to um, make money, but you also have to figure out how you're going to get enough money to start your business as well. But the biggest hurdle for me was just starting my business. And then when you don't, um, how can I say it? Um, just the engagement. When you don't receive the engagement that you're looking for or that you're hoping for, and you just have to keep going. Like when you don't see a lot of people liking your post or you're not getting a lot of sales that day, you only make a sale. Like if you only make a sale that one day, you can be discouraged. And that was probably like, it was discouraging for me, but if you keep going, you're going to get bigger and you're going to just keep pushing and just building your customer base and just starting off from the very bottom. That was the hardest part. And like, I was kind of, um, I got discouraged at some points, at some points because I wasn't getting the engagement that I wanted to get. And that was probably the most discouraging thing, but you just have to find why are you doing this for your why to it to keep going. It doesn't matter how many likes you get, how many sales you get, because people are always going to be watching. And you never know. You might be blessed one day and this person might see your jury. You could be like, oh, she could be in a movie. So that's why I keep going, because you never know. There's endless opportunities. And don't get like I just try not to get discouraged by the engagement that I have. But, you know, just keep pushing and keep selling because I've actually um through this process, I'm learning more techniques that make people want to buy things and like, you know, and um, I worked at Old Navy as well. So I kind of got the experience there on how they promote to the customers and what keywords catch people's eyes and things like that. Because mm. not only are you selling a product, but you have to learn how to market your product as well mm -hmm. to make people want to buy your products. Mm -hmm. So that was more of my hurdles is really the marketing products and like engagement. <laughs> Yeah, I like I really like your answer, because one of the one of the things that people don't know when they start their business is um, all of the different elements that come into play and all the things that really you have to do yourself. So you're going to yeah. develop these things. Yes. You know, as you go and people are thinking that it's we're in the age of the YouTube you know, stars and people think that YouTube stars happen overnight. And actually you, YouTube stars work very, very, very hard. There's not an easy field to go into. And it what it takes for any business is consistency. When people see you posting things like the one post that I read, when they see that and they, um, they get inspired and then they start a dialogue with you and they see you producing consistently beautiful products that continues to draw people, you yeah. know, to, to you. Yeah. So I like that. Cause consistent when I, and you said you started with $500. I thought I started with, I started with 2000 and I right. thought that was like a very, very, very small budget. So honestly, Maddie, <laughs> 
kudos to you. But I mean, you are really, really, really making it work. So I'm I'm very proud of you and I'm very impressed by the things that you have accomplished. Um, I want before we go too far, I want you to give us um, your website and your social media to make sure that people have the opportunity to connect with you. Right. So my website is sanobisboutique.com. It is spelled S-C-N-O-B-Y-S boutique.com. And um, my Instagram is also sanobisboutique.com. No, it's just sanobisboutique. It's spelled the same way as well. S-C-N-O-B-Y-S-B-O-U-T-I-Q-U-E. And on there, you can find my personal handle as well in the bio. And also you can find my interview with Voyage Dallas as well. Nice. Very nice. So how did you come up with that name? Well, Sonobis is my Sonobis Boutique is my middle name. Okay. Um, so it's actually my name. It's also my grandmother's name as well. So it's a way to represent my grandmother and give tribute to my grandmother as well. Yeah. So what are the so now I my grandmothers both really are my source of inspiration. And I love to tell stories about them. My grandmothers were, I mean, just the strongest most passionate women who love the Lord and they just got it done. Like they built something out of nothing. So what kind of inspiration do you gain from your grandmother? Well, my grandmother has always been there for me in like every situation that I can call her on. And she always just been a really good help for like advice as well. And anything my grandmother say, I literally listen to her because she's mm-hmm. been through life. And she's mm-hmm. always been a woman to inspire me because of her past and what she's been through life and just seeing that how she changed and um how she made her life work. And even she's, she's actually a college student right now at the age of 60, like 63 something. So that's pretty good. So she also inspires me well, that anything is possible, no matter where you are in your life. And she just gives me that inspiration and that motivation just to keep going and don't lose track and don't lose my dream. And life might get hard, but you can still do it through God. And she's a very godly woman. So through God, you can do anything and just make sure you keep your passion and keep the dream alive no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I, I, I love that. Also, you are surrounding yourself with not only mentors, but great family members who are um, kind of your rock in this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So tell us about a backup um, to your jewelry. I know that you have because you put together different colors and different designs. So can people um, select all of the different uh, elements that you have and put their own unique creation together? Oh, well, I haven't I haven't got the option to do that because I want to. They're so creative, everything right now. But I would like to incorporate that. But for right now, I'll just make jewelry that's one of a kind. So when you purchase it, you're going to be the only woman in this whole wide universe wearing this bracelet. So that's why I say to bring the inner beauty out of you and to bring the diva out in you as well. So, um, so yeah. you kind of tweak every single piece you have a little bit different. So that nobody else has the same piece. No, everything is original. Everything is original and you will never see it ever again. So that's what that's what I like about it as well. So that piece of jewelry is really made just for you. So that's what I like. It includes 
the inclusivity of my designs. Yeah, I love it. And you say, and one of the things that you told me, I'd like for you to share that with our listeners. When you found the uh, beads that you um, that you went with, you said they had a certain meaning behind okay. the beads. Um, the beaded bracelet that I just um, that I recently created, it is the Evil Eye Protection Bracelet, and it's for good karma and positive energy and protection against the evil eye. And it symbolizes the truth. Um, it symbolizes the truth, and the charisma hand is symbolizing the hand of God as well in face and is a protective sign and it's bringing its owner happiness luck health and also good fortune i like that i like that that's something that we all need during covid let me tell you yes (laughs) beautiful time as well yes so uh madison thank you so much for joining us i've truly enjoyed our conversation i want to give everyone um your your website again is Sonobis Boutique, S C N O B Y S Boutique.com. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Simple. <laughs> yes, wonderful. I love it. We are so impressed with you, Madison, and uh, we just pray uh, blessings um, on your life and your family's life. We pray that you will continue to stick with it, going to going to college, you know, online, and hopefully by next year you will be able to be there in person, right. getting that full experience um, in in LA. Well, everyone, our radio show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a five hundred one c three nonprofit organization. You can find out all of the great information about Love Ministries. Just go to their website. Go to loveministriesbills.org. You can also go to my website, carlanivens.com. Carla is spelled with a K. Nivens is N-I-V-E-N-S. And everyone, we just pray that you would be covered by the Lord and that you would know how much the Lord loves you. Have a great week. We'll see you back here next week. Mm-hmm.